Hello. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the D-Rolled Podcast. My name is Zach. My name is Michael. And uh, today, we're talking D&D. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, we love doing. We love talking about D and D because, of course, we play it, and we're both in the same campaign that you DM yeah. right now. Well, that's like. I think you and I were talking about this. We mentioned it, but I'm pretty sure when we mentioned it, it we hadn't started yet. No, no, I'm about to talk about something else. Uh, about how, like, when I meet people now, I, like that's like my conversation what? starter, where I'm just like, "Oh, that <laughs> sounds super cool." Uh, yeah, yeah. So, do you play D and D? Oh uh, yeah 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 yeah, and we have a we have a Discord server. Yeah. And it, I mean, it's starting to turn it. It's like it's so much more approachable. So many more people play D and D now. Yeah, I mean, it's like it is crazy that there's people that I I would never expect to be I, I, imaginative at yeah. all, and they play D and D. Yeah, and they aren't very imaginative, but they do play D and D. Yeah, so which is, like, I guess it shows you don't really have to be. Yeah, I did have one friend who played in a one shot that I did recently. Mm. Like within the last couple of months, and excuse me, it was oh I don't know about three and a half four hours long. Mm. It was it was I don't think you were in that one. Uh, no, you weren't. Mm-mm. And it was pretty fun. I, it, I've never played with any oh, okay. of your any. I've never played yeah. on Discord except for this group. So. Okay, okay. This like it was a really fast one shot. It was very railroaded. Like mm-hmm. I pretty much was like, all right, this switch C to switch do this switch C to switch do, and right. you're just rolling and you're kind of like kind of uh, playing along. And afterwards, he had told me it's like, dude, I didn't realize how much creativity required and like how much mental fortitude it needs mm. and i was like yeah 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 because he made it about halfway through the session and he was basically done he was like yeah <laughs> that that's that's the extent of my mental fortitude for today <laughs> yeah that's uh that's definitely something i'm gleaning from this because uh i i, I want i'm very interested in doing dna because i love telling stories yeah. and i like making up you know, you know what I'm. You know yeah. who I, you know. You know who I am, and these are all the you things that I, I feel like I would like this. And my thing is, um, you know, I've never felt like I really know the mechanics all that well. But you right. even said you're like, I, <laughs> I'm I'm a terrible D and I don't even use the mechanics. I'm I'm awful playing. Well, D&D. see, the thing is now for anybody that doesn't know, homebrewing is basically when you just make something up. You know, that could be like I homebrewed the story. So it's like okay. You just you made up the story. It's not yeah. based off of anything that's like, you know, wizards, you know, the people that make it. It's yeah. not D&D story. It's like it's my own story. It could be based off of Lord of the Rings. It could be based off of whatever you want. Um, and the thing is, it's like, and then you can homebrew monsters. And so yeah. you pretty much homebrew all of your creatures mm-hmm. because you want to have very specific encounters. And then there's homebrewing all sorts of stuff. The world, the universe, how magic works, the gods. You can, yeah. you can homebrew whatever it is that you want. And so I'm like, okay, you're right. That does open things up a lot more for creativity. But um, it's, I don't know, DM, DMing, like, every, like there are some groups that they basically force somebody to DM because nobody wants to. Everyone yeah. wants to play. Our group is not like that, which I really like. It's Everyone never... wants to run a campaign, it yeah. seems like. Well, we have a really good group. Yeah. You know, it's like our players are fully invested. Yeah. We we. For the most part, show up on time. Like we use our character voices. Yeah. We're actively involved in the world. We care about the story. Yeah. And so it's fun to DM. Yeah, I gotta say I'm definitely getting to know the guys a lot better. Yeah. Like, uh, okay, Zach playing as Elias. Yeah. The others. It is funny too because we talk we talk to each other with each other's character names yeah. at this point. <laughs> well, it, it's like most of the time 
um, like, you know, you, you're related. If you're talking about the game, you'll say their character. Yeah. Because it's like, that's the person whose personality is most. It's like, yeah, granted, it's like, you know, uh, Zach is playing, right? But he's playing as yeah. Elias. Like, it's funny because as, yeah. as a DM, I'll be like, so this is what you see. Elias, what are you doing? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Like it's well, that's what yeah. But the thing is, like, um, that's why that's how you're supposed to do it because for one thing, it helps with immersion. Yeah. yeah. And also it lets the character, the person know that you're not asking for their opinion. I'm not, Michael, I'm not yeah. asking for your opinion, okay? I'm asking for your character's opinion. Yeah. You know? That's a big And one. if you've got a clear had, the character we had a little bit of that that. last night. Yeah. Oh my god, we had so Where? much. God, that that was really funny. That was I had I had, a, I had really, it was it was really like I, I enjoyed last night's session. I had a fun I had a fun time with last night's session, but it was funnier than I expected it to be. Yeah. And so it really caught me off guard. Oh, I loved so basically one of our characters is a trader. Like uh, he, he trades merchant goods, things like that, and he had lost his trading license. Yeah. And you need it in order to be able to trade <laughs> properly. And so he basically had to go to the DMV. Yes. And we all know how that goes. So he was in line the entire session. I did not let him play. Yeah. At all, like like he didn't play the session. Basically, you we would you would force him as soon as the action started rising. Like it's like, oh my god, we're getting chased by the guards! Everyone cheese it! And it's like we cut back to the trader <laughs> game. And uh, Finn, you have moved up one space. <laughs> so like they're in this city and and they're splitting the party and there's a lot going on at one time so we're rotating back and forth between yeah. you know oh this group of the party this is what you guys are doing this group this is what you're doing and we're back with you Finn the traitor. Yeah. You moved forward one space. <laughs> and at one point it's like yeah you um the guy next to you he looks at you kind of awkwardly you look at him. Yeah. He says how you doing? So <laughs> And then they have a conversation yeah. about. Well, I, I, I remember there was this one moment where because he, he, he got in the line. Obviously, it was a really long line or whatever. Yeah. And like two hours later, we're all sitting outside and we're all just like talking. And we're like, all right, we got to do this. We got to do that. We're, we're going to break into this guy's house, whatever it is. Yeah. We do all this stuff. And then it's like, it's like, where's Finn? And then literally right next to us is the trader guild, which he is still out front of because the line hasn't moved yeah. in those two hours. And so he just. Right here. <laughs> hey. I, oh, I thought that was, I feel like that would have been a really funny moment from like a, like a TV show or a movie just because it's just like, oh my God. That would have been. And then, uh, I'm just double checking. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It was like, it, the thing was, it just looked different to me, but it wasn't. So where we are recording, uh, I, was uh, just okay. like, I was just making sure I'm like, I hit record, right? Anyways, you can cut all that out. But yeah, it's like so. The thing is, it was um, it was a it was a, no story part portion. Like no, yeah. the narrative didn't get pushed. Yeah, at the all. story did not move. It was guys, just <laughs> it was I everyone mean, having fun. Yeah, and goofing just, off. Just a just a city day. And oh, and then uh, just to um, also, I figured out sin. I finally yeah. figured Sinbad out. Okay. So the whole thing is, and if you're the one who's listening right now. You are playing Sinbad. I got you. Okay? <laughs> so, I'm just not outsting anybody's name that we yeah. haven't already. But anyways, so the thing is, um, playing as Sinbad, he is a sea elf. And we've always been going like, all right, why does he just kind of engage the fight, like, all the time? Like, that's just okay. what he does. And it's like, when I, when um, my character and his character had that little talk out in front of the, the dude's house that... 
we were going to like break into. Yeah, so there's the... this guy that they're looking for form. <laughs> All right, yeah. so this character, Mako, who they've been pronouncing Mako. No, uh, one person has been pronouncing Mako, and I thought he was doing that in character. Because Pinky does that kind of stuff, yeah. and we just kind of roll with it. I thought he was doing Because he's done that before. It's like, it's like uh, I don't know, Tim. It's like, all right, Tom. It's like, yeah. no, it's Tim. So Tom, and he'll do that, right? He'll do that. That's like, yeah. that's a joke he'll do. He'll be messing with somebody like that. And so I thought he was doing the same thing. Instead of saying Mako, he was saying Mako on purpose. No, Cole forgot the <laughs> dude's name, and so he he read it as Mako, and That's he kept funny. saying Mako by accident. But, but so so they were looking for Mako, and they just spent like three or four weeks getting to the yeah. city to find him, and they figure out where he lives, and he's not there. Yeah, like they knock on the door. It's the middle of the day. They knock on the door. He's not there. They check out, you know, his his usual spot that he goes for breakfast in the morning. He didn't show up for breakfast that morning, mm-hmm. and so. This is where we pick up, and they're like, yeah. okay, next logical step, we're breaking into his house. <laughs> and, and the clarity was made that that would be a bad idea, especially in broad daylight. Yeah. That was the thing. But Sinbad stayed behind and continued to kick in the front door trying to break into the into the house, and then my character went back and like went to get him or yeah. whatever. But when we had that conversation, that was like that moment where it just like, I've, I've realized what's happening, okay? He's playing a character that does not get people. He doesn't understand things. So he takes the... He's like Drax. He yeah. takes it very, very literally, and he stays stalwart on it. He's not picking up on social cues. <laughs> yeah. And so... Nothing I would had, go over my head. <laughs> yeah, because I would catch it. It's like, oh, he can't. He doesn't get that stuff. So it's like I had my character just kind of say, it's like, there's there's a fight. We have to go because we're going to the military district. They need a, you know, I, I did like a yeah. little manipulation. And obviously, it's not like I'm fooling the player. The, the, yeah. You know, it's like the character, though, doesn't get it. It's like, oh, there's a oh, there's a fight. Let's go. And, you know, that kinda, it's yeah. like he's, he's ready to rock. And it's like because. Because I feel like I always felt like there was like a disconnect. Where I'm like, why are we not? We're just not. We're not syncing up. And I always assumed that it was because like most of the time, like he can't use in-game chat, so he's texting, like typing yeah. to us and everything. But I, no, he was just playing his character really well. We just didn't know his character yeah. <laughs> at all. <laughs> and so it's like I finally picked up on that. It's like, oh, we're gonna. I'm gonna. We're gonna be able to communicate now because <laughs> we figured this this part out. Because, like, okay, Pinky, we get it. It's like, you can be straightforward with him. He will not be straightforward with you back. Okay, he yeah. won't, he won't, he'll, he's, he's got his way of messing with you so and all that stuff. and playing a character called Pinky. Who, gonna, you gonna give the, you gonna give the biopsy? Yeah, yeah, just so that they know. <laughs> um, basically, each character has a body part that pulls them in, uh, you know, a direction, and it's just kind of like a... It ties uh, into the narrative. Yeah, it's part of the main story. Anyways, his is his Pinky. So he got the nickname Pinky. And he's a moonshiner. He sells moonshine, and, and he's really, really good at it. Yeah. And so pretty much any place he goes, he knows some people. And if he doesn't know them, they know him. Yeah. And so we get up into the city, and he's just he meets uh, he makes a couple friends. The first thing that happens in the city is some big, extravagant, fat guy is like, <laughs> Pinky, is that you? <laughs> and is running after him. To Where's deck, my you know? money? Yeah, it's just like Pinky's always got something going on, and yeah. he's he's kind of one of those multi planners. So it's like he'll be yeah. planning one thing, doing another, and then something else will happen 
Yeah. You know, three things going on at once. And so yeah, that's yeah. Pinky. <laughs> he does. And he, he adds, honestly, he we adds. We also don't know how old he is. Yeah. Is neglected. I, the DM, the literal writer of the story who will eventually have to know how old Pinky is because it is relevant. Yeah. Doesn't even know. <laughs> Especially for the 30 year time jump. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I have no right. idea. It's like, we got to the next survive. Two. Yeah. Oh my God. That is funny. But I mean, to be fair, it's like, you know, this is a fantasy world. Even though we're playing a mundane one without much magic, yeah. it's like, it's still a fantasy world. That's one of the reasons why I was saying, like, uh, like in the game, we were I was asking if, like, um, alchemy was still a thing. And Zach, of course, he was like, no, alchemy is not a thing because there's no magic. It's like, yes. But we're still in like a magical yeah. world. I didn't have the word for fantasy. If I if I would remember the word fantasy, I could have said that. So we're in a fantasy environment. Yeah. You can literally say balloons heal people, and it would be like, oh, it wasn't magical though. That's just how physics work here, right? Yeah. And it's still a fantasy world I mean, without we, magic. We kind of got that a little bit with the tree end. There's like this giant tree end. Yeah. You know, it's like you can't say it's like, oh yeah, that clearly just grew one day from a normal tree it's like no it's magic man it's a fantasy <laughs> world it's just like yeah so like that's all i was asking that and you know he was he was being very direct with <laughs> no <laughs> is not allowed um but yeah. another thing like whenever it comes to like D um well oh yeah like I, like i was saying with like this group is one of those where everyone wants to run a campaign yeah Everyone's Round down the pack, for guys. We made it back. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, a lot of DMs out there, like I was saying, like their groups, they have to take turns, and it's like, no, it's your turn to be the DM, and it's like, fine, and it's like it feels more like reluctancy to yeah. do that. I but can't also, imagine what that would be. Like. Have you ever like seen the people that do like a community D and D game, like at a at a D and D shop or a card shop or something? like No, that. I haven't. So. How that stuff worked is um, I've been listening to a lot of stories that people talk about. So it's basically like the Wild West. You show up, you've got your character because it, it's like um, running a raid in, in WoW. You sit there and it's like, all right, our table, we're running a dungeon that um, is this, that, and this. It's based in this world. We need someone with this alignment who is who can run as the tank or the healer. And then whatever you get, you leave on your character sheet. You can go join someone else's campaign. It all takes place in the same world. Mm -hmm. And um, the thing is, the DM has no ties usually to the people. And so, like, there's so many stories of DMs just being vindictive a-holes just because somebody in the group pissed them off and they know they won't play with them next week, so really? it doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh, um, it's so frustrating. But there there was a story of there was a story about this rogue who outfought the DM okay. and um, outfought six other players. So what happened was this guy, he was playing as a rogue, but the DM didn't really care. It's like, oh, you're you are um it's like, oh, you're like, you're a thief or whatever. It's like, yeah, he was a rogue. But the thing was, he was also a 6'8 Goliath who specialized in assassination. Hmm. But um, he was able to do like some stuff in the game that they wanted him to do. And so they're like, all right, you're going to run. I think, they, I think they had him run tank just because he was big or something like that. Yeah. yeah, I think that's what it was. They realized he was big, but they didn't realize that he was an assassin or that he was a, a rogue. Yeah. And so he ran tank. But the thing was... While they were running the the thing, the DM got mad at him for one reason or another and tried to poison him. So he gave him this poison <clears throat> that he had, um, you know, whatever. It was like a puff cloud or like a, uh -huh. a vial broke or whatever. You know, however you however that ends up working. And it's like the, 
he had to make a save and his will save was like 13. He got a 20 and he still um, lost all of his health except for one D4. So it took all of his health potion or like his last remaining health potion to get him back, self back up to full. Mm -hmm. But he was able to collect the poison. And that obviously becomes relevant later. He got some he got some of the poison. Well, the thing is, the party, at a certain point, um, they were getting onto like this elevator, like a lift, like a magical elevator, I guess, whatever. And there wasn't enough room for him. So they just ditched him. And they went up to the to the place and they fought the boss by themselves. And he just started wandering around the ship and he found some other stuff and whatever. And how the how they were running it was everybody dumped essentially dumped out their bags when they finished the campaign and everyone got to pick from everybody's loot. Yeah. And so you just got to take turns, taking whatever you want according to your role, however that kind of crap works. Hmm. And so the thing did was... Did he get the pick? Yeah, he did. But the thing was, he didn't get much out of the pile. So when they were picking from his stuff, it was his personal stuff. He got mad at that. So what he did was... Um, he they do this thing at this card shop where he's allowed where you um you can write a note to somebody and you can write a note to like the dm or something if you don't want it told to everybody and you can tell them when um to open it essentially so he writes a note before they get to the tavern like when they're leaving he writes a note and he hands it to the dm and um so they go to the tavern they start dumping out all the stuff and um he and they they start divvying up all the gear and he's just He's just getting shafted. He's losing everything. And um, it's a party of six, and no one in there likes him. You know, they're all just like, like doing whatever. Like the actual yeah, players? the other too. players didn't didn't like him either. And um, mm. I'm paraphrasing here because there's there's stuff that goes yeah. into it, but it's like, it's, it's a 20-minute video. I don't need to yeah, yeah, yeah. spend all that time. And essentially, the note said that he goes, or no, um, he goes and gets everybody some drinks, and the note was to the barmaid and said, just, don't drink any of the wine. He had poisoned it with this poison, as yeah. you would assume. The thing was, um, he had, during, or when they had divvied up all of the gear, one of the pieces of gear he stole, or that he took from um, from the pile, was one that gives an increased will save towards, specifically, poisons, curses, toxins, venom, yeah. that kind of stuff. And he took that from like what the cleric had given in. And that was the first piece of gear he took. And everyone just going like, ah, whatever. And they just kind of brushed it off or whatever. The DM completely forgot that he got the poison. The DM also didn't know that he had this, this token. Yeah. And so when everyone got poisoned, including him, the DM's like, well, you're dead now. He's like, no, I'm not. And he said, I, I took this item, so I'm fine. Everyone at the table died except for the other rogue and the wizard. Now, the thing was... They're 1d4. Yeah, they're at 1d4. He's at about half health. So he's fine. So the first thing he does is he throws a dagger and kills the wizard and then just tackles the um, the rogue. And because he's gargantuan and specializes in assassination, kills him. So he got to keep every single bit of loot huh. from all the characters. He looted their bodies. He took all their money and everything. And uh, the DM was the first one that says, you're not welcome at this table. He's like, I wouldn't have come if it paid me. But he still got all the stuff, and he got to play at other tables the rest of the time with a whole bunch of gear and a ton of money. And it's like, I wouldn't, like, like, I I wouldn't have fun screwing over somebody or being vindictive to, like, a player in a game. But I feel like that's one of the things that happens in, like, these community games. 
a lot. Yeah. yeah not always, you know, because there's the places where they're like, no, you're not allowed to be a douchebag. You know, you're, you have to play nice and you have to treat everybody with respect and stuff, which is great. But you can't control every little thing, you know. And yeah. I think that's one of the things that we've been able to avoid with this group is like, Everybody wants to play the story. Everybody wants to play a character. Everyone wants to tell a story. Everybody wants to participate. It's like the desire is, of course, there. And uh, it kind of alleviates a lot of the tension of playing with, you know, other people. Yeah. And, like, last night. So last night we had Zach. Not this Zach. Different Zach. Elias, the character. Yeah. We'll just go. Let's go with character. So, So Elias goes up to... A shop or, or like a little stand yeah. and it's an apple seller yeah and he buys an apple and so on goes his way later on they're looking to get information on where mako is and uh, pinky asks me michael the dm he says hey can i can i like know this apple shop owner like, can i <laughs> can i just have like met them and maybe invested in the business or something or like can i just know this person and i said like i can remember vividly saying sure i'll throw you a bone you know them. Yeah. And, like, I think that's something that's well, really, really important. Yeah. Well, you, you specified, you said, you didn't invest in them, but you, would you, purchase you, extra you, you have for... patroned their stand a lot. You bought yeah. more than you should have, but it wasn't, like, a direct, here's a bunch of money investment. Yeah. You know? But it's, like, DMs need to throw their players some bones. Yeah. It's you like, gotta give a little bit, because... The thing is, uh, if someone's asking for it, it's because they think there's going to be a good payoff. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And then at the end of the day, the DM's job is to make the, the players have fun. Yeah. And when the players have fun, a good DM will too. Mm-hmm. You know? Because it's fun to see players invested in your story or in your world, but they'll only yeah. be invested if they're having fun. <laughs> That's why you've really got to get um, that balance down between... Um, sticking to the narrative because yeah. you know especially if you're doing like a short story yeah. sticking to the narrative is important but at the same time you need to have that that freedom to make choices yeah because like you know <clears throat> realistically the information that you gained from Kevin the female which Apple so which Kevin oh that was funny too but <laughs> there's a lot of Kevin you named everyone night. Kevin it was really funny uh, <laughs> but the information that you got from uh, that that NPC yeah was supposed to be from a different NPC that you would have met. But instead, when you're like, hey, I want to meet, you know, I want to know this I Apple I want to know, who, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, all I did is just transfer that information to this new, just now formed NPC. Yeah. Boom. You're well, good. Uh, like, you don't have to stick to the way that you do things. Like, you can just yeah move things well, around on the fly. But yeah, better. I, I mean, like, um, that's, that's honestly just storytelling in general like you know okay you know the the script that i was right you know, yeah I've been, I've been working on it's like okay there have been times where i've cut characters but i love their dialogue so much i just gave it to someone else yeah because it's just like it, it honestly the most important part of it is the information not mm-hmm. who or the source yeah that's not as important what well, it's just like oh yeah the narrative needs this line set this information given but mm-hmm. it doesn't usually matter where how and when yeah exactly again that, that kind of comes down to storytelling as well sure. but it, and in the end i kind of like the npc that, that you guys made up yeah. better than the one that i had planned the guys <laughs> that i had planned were just like commoners you know? yeah right, that's... we've got joe everyman yeah and was it uh oh god okay we we, we were watching z bashaw 
Yeah. Great YouTube channel. He does D and D stuff. Wonderful. He has one of his characters, Johan von Generico. Was his <laughs> was the name of his rogue, <laughs> Johan von Generico, <laughs> <laughs> that accidentally killed himself. It's great. Um, he did this. All right, he did a whole he did a whole episode, and you know his episodes are like three minutes long. They're not yeah, long. Yeah. I mean, he has to animate them by hand, which is impressive. But well he did an he did a, he did an episode. Where he's like it's like the DM's most uh, feared weapon, and um, essentially he was just he describes like you know they're raiding this orc mine that was like they had this legendary smithy in it and stuff, and you know they're killing everybody. They're running through and. Um, they get to this room where the blacksmith is, and there's two orcs on the other side, both working the forge. Yeah. And there is a river cutting the room in half. There are two bridges, that just normal human or like you know humanoid size bridges, um, at either end. So at the far ends of this river, uh, cutting across. It is, I think he said, uh, ten or fifteen feet across for the river, and then, but it would be thirty feet to get to the bridges, and then of course thirty-five feet to get. To the to the to the orcs, so Johann von Generico apparently had been uh, rolling hot all night, so he had a bunch of ego to make the leap across without taking the bridge. Crit fail, fell into the river. So he was thinking, worst case scenario, I pull myself out, I lose a turn. It's no big deal. What he doesn't realize is the water is moving at about fifty miles an hour. Oh my goodness! Incredibly fast and has a huge undertow. The reason massive waterfall that they were using to stoke the fires and cool the forge from beneath. Flying right off this 200-foot ledge where he is quickly being sucked to. One of the other guys, the other uh, one of the other NPCs, you know, runs over and throws him a, uh, a rope. Crit fail. Throws the rope, lands, doesn't hold on to the other end. So Johan is now holding a rope, flowing down this stream, has seconds to last, the other uh, member of the party dives in after him. Crit fails, hits his head on a rock, and manages to like wash up on shore without getting washed all the way across. Yeah. And then so Johan gets to the end and using his years of acrobatics, uh, plants his foot on a rock just at the edge of this lip yeah. going descending down. Crit fail, does a backflip, and goes nose first down 200 feet into a black dragon's den. <gasps> and it's like... What the whole thing was, the DM's greatest weapon, fear the water. Because in all honesty, that would be the easiest way to hide a creature or an event or a trap or yeah. anything because it's out of sight. In this case, 50 extra miles of, you know, water per second or a mile or hour or whatever. It's like, you know, he just, yeah. and it's like, you don't know what to do. And I just, I liked how he talked about that. Of course, doesn't it usually end up being like that with uh with with the dice? You roll hot, roll hot, roll yeah. hot, then you crit as fail at the boss. Yeah, as soon as you need Bro, it. You need so. it. It's funny you mentioned like fear to water because last night I was kind of just closing up the the campaign. Yes, there. you did. And I was like, yeah. So there's the boat that one of the players owns. You guys can go out there and sail on that. And then I don't remember how it came up, but basically it was said. But, you know, just beware of sea monsters. And immediately everyone at the party was no, like... No, no, no. What you said was, there's <laughs> what, what this... You said there... Yeah. It's like, what one thing you got from wherever it was, you got this oil. That was what it was. It's, yeah. it's, it's this oil. Oh, that's what it was. And yeah, I'm yeah. going like... I'm going the like, oh, what, oil. what oil is it? I'm looking it up online. I cannot... I could not find any of, any of this oil or whatever. And they're like, oh, it has healing properties. And then I think it was you, but somebody said, oh, it also... 
attract sea monsters. No, it was Burgle. Yeah, and he's like, oh, it's also very attractive to sea monsters. And I'm like, nope. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Like immediately, he, like, nope, nope, you nope. immediately said no. Pinky was like, mm, we'll, we'll stay away from it. Elias is like, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not fighting. Like, we are love. We are level two. Like the whole party was like, nope, yeah. no, nope, we're not, we're not taking yeah, that anywhere. Dude, we're not going. We're not going to go fight <laughs> freaking Godzilla. It's not happening. Or yeah. Cthulhu. I mean, considering the amount of difficulty you guys have had with land monsters. Yeah. So, oh God. Uh, you know, imagine the sea monsters. <laughs> well, like, okay, remember, the, like, the the worm you sent us and everything? Yeah, like yeah, that? yeah. There were so many bad rolls during that fight. There was a lot of bad rolls. Oh, my God. Like, the my character. The wasn't that hard. <laughs> my character had two good rolls, and that was it, okay? The rest were not. Made, uh, made plenty of shots, plenty of good, solid shots, but there was one that was a critical shot that got a good chunk of health, and the other one was pushing down that piece of wall. Yeah. First one... Oh, yeah, super successful. Second one, much less successful. Yeah. And, you know, got drug underground and everything like that. Oh, man. But it's like we we have... It's really hard to anticipate those really bad nights. Yeah. That's where, like... Um, My creatures t- will have that, too. Like, yeah. the worm rolled pretty well, like, all night. He rolled yeah. really consistent. But then, like, when you guys were fighting... Um, not the or, or really it was when when Sinbad was fighting the giant armadillo thing yeah like that thing rolled like a three a four like it really probably should have killed him yeah yeah but it like rolled they're really really low there you know I've also there there were definitely times where you you've kind of fudged a little bit uh me. so far I've only fudged the total <laughs> of like two or three rolls yeah just um <laughs> yeah well I think it was okay when when Theo got meatballed and <laughs> that was like a wake up just like oh wait a second well I fudged one roll before then <laughs> well no but it's yeah. it, it's like that at that point I think everybody kind of realized like oh wait we can very much die yeah. at any moment because uh, I mean not to say that you know no one in that play, in that game has ever lost a character. It's yeah. just like, you know, it's it's different to all of a sudden like, oh, we're level one, we're getting softballs, you know, you're getting used to the party, each other. Someone inexplicably yeah. gets turned inside out. Okay, <laughs> hold on. Yeah. The worm I fudged a couple rules because he was he ended up being harder than he should have been for yeah. you guys. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He was supposed to be kind of easy and then I was Well, like, I didn't like how harder. any of the other people handled the fight at all. It's like they're just like, what are you going to do? I'm just going to walk. Hold on. Every time you move, it's tr- it's he basically played it like the movie Tremors. Yeah. Every time someone's walking on the ground, ripped it off from Tremors. Yeah, every time someone's walking on the ground, it notices where you are and goes to eat. And they just everyone just kept running places. I'm like, "All right, what we're going to do is uh, I'm like, before we even started, I was talking like when we were when you told us all that conversation yeah. was not canon. Right. We we stopped it. But it's like, I mean, we're sitting there talking about like, all right, we're going to get on the roof. And we're going to start. I was saying, like, push over the chimney and I'm going to like pick up a piece of furniture and throw them out in the yard and try to lure it out. And it's like, all right, cool, 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 cool. But I'm not going to do that. We're just going to go and run. And they, everyone just started running everywhere. And the reason why I'm sorry, Sinbad. The reason why was because everyone was trying to save him. And he was the only he one that didn't the, take damage. He just, he's the <laughs> only character that didn't take damage. So what we did was we started out and it's like, everyone get inside, get inside. This creature's outside. And that was how we ended the session. Sinbad was the only one who was like, I will stay. 
And it's like, no, get inside. There's a monster out here. I will stay and fight. It's underground. No. <laughs> anyway, so we had to, you know, the next session, jump in and start like, all right, how do we get him out of here? So we're getting up on the roof. We're like, all right, we're going to use ladders and stuff. He just starts running around. And so Pinky, Elias, and, um, oh, God, what, what, Olfen, Olfen. Olfen, yeah. Oh, poor Olfen. Yeah, Olfen, Olfen died in that fight. He died in that fight. <laughs> and I'm not going to say it was Sin's fault, but Sin bad. <laughs> oh, my God. Why couldn't you just got in the house? Anyways, so the thing was, um, they all jumped down because they're like, all right, we're going to distract it from Sinbad, which, to be fair, I guess worked. worked. Yeah. That worked. It 100% worked, resulting in two knockouts and a death. Yeah. <laughs> but, what? Also, Olfen, I mean, didn't he fail all three? Pretty much. Life? Like, I, I think he made one of his death I, No, I thought he, I thought he failed he might the have. rest. But yeah, he definitely, he failed three. And then three. Elias pretty much failed the, the, the medical save, too. The guy and who had advantage failed. on it. And then on... He had advantage for, for yeah. like, medicine. It's like, all right. Because you, I remember you saying, oh, roll a ten or better. Which is really good odds, especially when you have a plus, like, I think you have, like, a plus four. Yeah, like a plus three or four, I think. Oh, my God. It's like, okay, so roll a five or six or better. Six or better. And it's like, yeah, I think he rolled a two. Yeah, he rolled really And it's bad. like, all right, I'll give you another shot. He rolled a three. It's like, yeah. <gasps> the, there were more odds for that to work than against, and yet he still failed. It's like, go buy, yeah. I, I would say go buy a lottery ticket, but no. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, another character was down and about to die, and then Pinky was able to save yeah. him. Rolled above a ten, and so that felt even yeah. That bad. was um, that was Finn. Yeah, yeah, and that so that felt kind of bad. Cause Which it's like, yeah, Olfen that was sitting there watching his character die, gone. Yeah, and then meanwhile you have Finn who's just yeah. like, Which yeah, he's fine. I'm not gonna. Say, I mean, like, like okay, Olfen man, he's a good character. I really yeah. like Burgle though. Yeah, I mean, he's not the same character. I do appreciate that because um, you know the thing was um, variety of characters. If you like. The Olfen-shaped hole, if we just had another Olfen take over, it's like, we wouldn't have missed him. Yeah. You know, it's just like, oh, yeah, we had a different guy. Olfen, right? But now that we don't really have an Olfen or uh, that direct leadership role, it's like, yeah, now it's just, it's missing. You'll remember the character that's missing rather than the one that was replaced successfully. Yeah. So it's like, I feel like this is uh, this works out. And plus, Burgle pretends to be royalty. <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. I'm the king of the <laughs> goblins. Like, are you, though? <laughs> to me, <laughs> my goblins. <laughs> he wears a fake cape and crown. Yeah. Does he have a scepter? Because in, in, in the art, he does. In the probably art, in the does. Art, he's got a scepter. Probably does. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where these guys are getting their, uh, their characters. Because... That is like the same art style as Finn and Olfen. Yeah. Yeah. They're not drawing him, are they? It's like, no, no. Okay. I was like, I, is Tyler like a secretly a really good artist? Uh, his wife can draw. She's pretty good. What if but, What if she drew him? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Because <laughs> we had Burgle within a week. So I would imagine yeah. it's like that would have probably been um, a speed painting. <laughs> yeah. I I need to. I like drawing D&D &D characters. I need to draw some of your guys's. 
Like, I need to draw yours because the token you use, mm-hmm. like the image that Zach uses for his tiefling character, uh, it's not bad, but it's like, it looks like it was done maybe in 20 minutes. Yeah. It was uh, like deviant art, I think. Yeah. But hey, I did the. I did the, the coloring on it. Oh, did you really? Yeah. Interesting. I With didn't a mouse. <laughs> you were there one pixel at a time. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I did, you know, went into straight up Illustrator and yeah. painted it or whatever, but I used the mouse. That's really yeah. funny. But it's like, yeah, it, it was because it was a black and white photo. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know, everyone gets that, like, um, and then Elias, the funny thing was, like, Zach was even saying that it's like, no, my character looks nothing like this guy at all. It was just this was the only image that had the cape I wanted. Yeah. Because it's like, for one thing, it's like he's a, you know, he's a different build. Like this one's slender. He's like, my guy's big. It's like, uh, and then he also has a helmet, which he lost. And now he just got back again. Yeah. And then like the weapons are different. The background's different. He's like, I just wanted the color of the cape. It's like, you couldn't just got a different image and just painted it. Whatever. Got a cape, yeah, and uh, but I don't know. Every, and, and the thing is, it's like just doing D and D when it's online. It, it it opens you up the digital art because if you're doing it in person, you're not really you don't really have to take care of a token. Yeah. Really at all. Also, it's like like when I brought in visuals for our campaign that we did in person for a brief time. Like it just yeah. it doesn't hold the same value as like now when I when I pull up the map. Yeah, you know, even just yeah. the map or like another visual online, you're like, whoa, like yeah, we have all this. Oh, yeah. But in person, you're just kind of like. Oh, cool. You printed out that, that piece of art. Nice. Yeah, and and uh, also when you're printing stuff out, it's like it's going to be, it, it's harder to hide stuff. Like I remember you trying to say, it's like, no, you're only open to this portion of the map. And it's like, oh, okay. So I can still clearly see how big the whole map is yeah. because the paper can only move so far. Um, but at the same time, it was still, I don't know. I just, um, it's it's a different experience, but it hasn't been a bad one. Yeah, I have grown to prefer online mm. playing. The only thing is, like, with everybody uh, doing Discord at their house, they get distracted a lot easier. Well, that is true. Well, like, okay, uh, like, when we first start off most days, um, several people are playing games on their computer. And yeah. so they're like, all right, hold on, let me, let me kind of beat this boss or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then there's several times where while we're playing, it's like someone clearly zoned out whether they're watching a video or doing something else but they're doing something on their computer and oh hold on, hold on. I'm on a different tab and they, they'll click back in yeah. where were we? and then you have to repeat the narrative that you just got to only downfall <laughs> yeah and um, I don't know it's like it you know that's, that was one of the advantages of doing it in person was everyone yeah. was present yeah you and hold you, you also you also knew everyone was present. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like if we were ever going to do it in person again, it, we would need like a D&D room with like miniatures. That's why for the, 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 the finale, yeah. we're going to go out to Oklahoma. You know what you could start doing? <laughs> Rent a hotel room and play Mike, it in person. Mike has a 3D printer. If you wanted to, you could start printing stuff up now. Yeah. You know, if you needed like props. Because I don't know if it's going to be above ground or underground. It's like you could start making the room that we're all going to be in and then just like remember what mike used to do he would he would have the rooms constructed and then he would bring them out and attach it to like it's like all right you're in this room it's a pretty small model is it is it you open the door so then you go into this room (laughs) my dad would uh because my dad got us in the D. &D. yeah yeah Um, he got me he was another one that homebrewed 
literally everything. Yeah. And the I, rules were guidelines. Yeah. <laughs> he would follow the book for like some stuff, but almost yeah. it was almost all homebrew. The yeah. th- he would follow it for like certain items. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He loved looking at items. Yeah. Because, you know. But like his. Well, there's too much. Like the thing is, there's a lot of people they take pride in. I made this 100% all myself. And it's like, well, yeah, but did you did you really need to? I mean, yeah. like for little things, right? So it's like, oh, yeah, um, you've got a ring of healing. Or I don't know, something like that. It's like, just you can copy that off the book. It doesn't need to be, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it doesn't need to be 100%. It's like you can use other people's creativity because they just put more legwork into it. Mm-hmm. And then like, uh, like I'm not going to have a, a, like I'm going to, if I'm able to do the story I'm doing, most of it is going to be from the mechanics available to the game. Yeah. Because, well, one thing, like, this was me when I, um, I guess we'll kind of end soon, but it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, when, I, when I was doing um, writing, like in the beginning, if my story, if I'm writing a story and it even smelled or seemed anything like any other story I had ever heard in my life, I would scrap the whole thing and start again. Really? Yes. That's one of the reasons why no one saw a single thing I ever wrote because I never finished any of it. Yeah. And the thing was, what I was doing was I'm like, no, it has to be 100% me. Otherwise, people will say I'm just copying. And I couldn't do that. I have since come to real understanding that that is very, very poor storytelling. Mm -hmm. Every story has been told in one form or another. Every single plot twist you can imagine has already happened. It's just, you can have a fresh take on it. The elements are all there for storytelling because everything is based off of something. The elements are all there. It's up to you to combine them in a unique way. You don't have to be 100,000% unique. You can be 20% unique and still come up with its own fresh story. I mean, did you see, you you saw Avatar, right? Avatar, not the last airbender. Okay. Okay. Avatar is freaking Pocahontas. It's 100% space Pocahontas. And then it's like, but the thing was, the presentation was so sublime that it elevated the lackluster story above its station. It was so well done that it made the whole movie better just because it looked better. It was done better. It was just a better movie than like the Pocahontas movie. Yeah. Even though it was the same exact story, almost to the T. At least one version of Pocahontas or not. Yeah. And it's like... I've never seen Pocahontas, so... Yeah. It's okay. You're not missing too much, because just watch Avatar. It's better. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, you know, the 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 Western explorer shows up, and they're taking everything they want, and then it's like, right when they... Re- like, uh, like, one of the guys falls for the... The, the Indian princess. What's his name? John Smith? Yeah, right? John Smith, you know, yeah. Johan von Generico. Yeah, well, like, I actually know the story yeah. of Pocahontas, like, and the then, legitimate... Yeah, and then yeah. you've got... Uh, then they have that moment where he gets in trouble by his people because he won't attack the, the natives, mm. and then so they put him out, but she's, like... Puts herself in front of them to save his life, you know, that kind of thing. And they get married and yeah. they move to England and she dies of disease and he lives the rest of his life in misery. That's the true story. He never, no, that didn't even happen in the actual story. Because he, he, he rewrote the same story like four times in four different novels and honestly it never happened. It always got grander and grander. No, like Pocahontas, like <laughs> yeah. the person. But the thing was like, even in like Avatar, you know, you've got 
that stuff. But the thing is, the point is, you don't have to be 100% unique or 100% original to make a good story. And um, honestly, I think that's like... I'd say it's 50% of what D&D is. The other 50% is what the players bring to the table. Yeah. Because, I mean... Be ready for your think story about to the, not go the way yeah, you Yeah, think about the junk that people just, like... Okay, imagine if Pinky didn't derail where you're going, like, narratively yeah. all the time. It's like, yeah, we'd probably be a little bit further in the story. But at the same time, we wouldn't have had as much fun. No. No, you really wouldn't. <laughs> he just brings so much, like fun to the thing because he he adds stuff he looks for ways of working in new elements mm. and new characters i mean realistically imagine if sinbad didn't stand outside the door when the yeah. worm showed up and you guys killed it safe and <laughs> yeah efficiently <laughs> yeah would it wouldn't have actually been that fun mm -hmm. it wouldn't have been nearly as tense i also would have reduced the hit points of it at that yeah and it's I like let's just speed through yeah i would have basically made it to where you just do that maybe two three times and then be like yep you killed it. All right, there go. Is. Thanks, Michael, for all the buildup. But no, because yeah. because of the way that it went down, it will be remembered as the time we lost Olfen. Yeah. Just like the ring will forever have the blood of Theo on it. I was saying um, afterwards, it's funny because typically when you play D&D, &D, the party yeah. gets a magic item, especially something as powerful as a ring of reality, yeah. basically. I mean, yeah, it yeah, was yeah. bending like the world. <clears throat> you're gonna use that a lot like in yeah. D&D that's you'll start relying on yeah that. you rely on it. and then in this campaign it's the <laughs> exact opposite you've used it once well also you gave us triple disadvantage or yeah. double disadvantage on the triple disadvantage yeah triple disadvantage on I think constitution on any saves yeah and so we're like oh cool never touching that thing again we'll just don't have to make a save you'll be right <laughs> it's so crazy <laughs> it's so insane it's like, oh my god. And then and plus I'm pretty sure you said that you needed at least a 15. At triple disadvantage, yeah. you're not getting a 15. It's not uh, happening. Yeah. It's not happening unless it's like, oh yeah, my modifier is 15. It's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> but uh so we're like, all right, let's just not until we feel like we absolutely will not yeah, turn so inside out. The entire story thus far has literally been you guys trying to get rid of it. That is definitely without giving it to somebody that's just going to destroy everything. With yeah. It. Oh yeah, and then uh, that's you the also you also have to have your character's motivations as well. Like mm -hmm. I was going to have my character just like the mo like okay if we didn't exit that tomb in the middle of absolute nowhere, we just gone home. We just gone home. That would have been it. And that is why you exited it in the yep. middle of nowhere. Just like, all right, I need you know it, what, you guys. you guys, have fun. Have fun. I'm going to go back home and help my family run the store. That's going to be, that's life right now. But no, we're in the middle of nowhere. It's like, I'm not going by myself. <laughs> Especially after the first night when you guys found spider people things or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those were, those guys, those guys were, those guys were great. I liked how, I liked how my character saw them first. Yeah. And then I'm just, then describing it to everybody, like, what fever dream did you just wake up from? I swear to God. <laughs> but that, that's, um, these are the fun things about D&D. &D. Yeah, and this is why it's becoming popular again. Yeah. And I yeah. love it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why I open up conversations with, so do you play D&D? &D? Yeah. Because it's becoming much less of a weird thing. Uh, like I could you not be standing in the line at Publix. Accepted. And I'll be like, hey, how you doing? Like, doing good. 
Like, what, you got any big plans? I'm like, no, what about you? I'm like, yeah, I'm going home playing D&D. You ever play D&D? And they're like, no. Can't or, say that I have that nerd game. I'm like, yeah, that, that one. <laughs> but anyways, guys, we are... Yeah, we're good. Yeah, um, that's, I'm done know. talking. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done with you guys. <laughs> Gotta go meet my brother's girlfriend. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, gonna, gonna be fun. Yeah. Anyways, uh, check us out on Facebook. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, mm-hmm. We're gonna try to get on some other platforms soon. That's another thing. <laughs> so many things in yeah. the workplace, yeah. man. Uh, tell us if you want us to talk about anything in specific. Yeah. If you if you talk if you leave us a message on Facebook we will get that that's the only that's all we got so that's the guarantee yeah. leave something on Facebook if you want us to address a topic or answer a question true yeah we'd love true. to set up a Q and A but we got to have the Q's before we can give the A's that was yeah <laughs> that'll do it all right I'm guys let that one sit <laughs> all right till next time. <laughs>